gotta get it. You have to. I'm, I'm, buying, I'm buying everything. Cause I'm a hype piece, you know. It's not limited, bro. These are actually pretty fire, bro. And I'm the youngest flexer in the game. This is the In Hype Podcast. Don't believe the hype. Where Cali King talks entrepreneurship, manufacturing, marketing, and everything to dominate the physical product business. In the hype. Make the future and let's get into the show. Man, revenue is hype. Transform your product idea into business reality. I'm Cali Keen and this is End Hype. All right, so check this out. We're we're seeing this more and more right now because of the condition of the market. But so many companies that we thought were amazing, that we thought were incredible because they had amazing uh, revenue. Of course, in the uh, Instagram influencer market, you know, everybody's making a billion dollars. So tough to see, tough to know. I think uh, we're we're living in a time where a lot of the kind of – Fake entrepreneurs, we'll, we'll we'll see that decline. We'll see that kind of exposed more and more. I mean, the amount of videos on fake gurus on YouTube has exploded. I don't know if people watch it, but I, I'm loving that content. One, if uh, if you ever want to know how to market something, you can look at how these people do it, and then just don't do that, right? You, you you might know how to get in front of somebody, but, like, don't do that. Don't do fake webinars. Don't do, like, you know, trick, like, um, billing you every month and you didn't know it. Uh, come to this seminar because a famous person, oh, they couldn't make it. There's all these crazy things that people have been doing. Uh, for the last 10 years, everybody's been making money. They've been making revenue, stacking cash it seems like and then uh we we started to see a wave of these big startups big names especially in the hardware area fold right or you see people say really weird things even even like peloton just came out and they said now finally our bike is profitable thought, oh my god it's a billion dollar company producing tons of revenue literally valued at over a billion dollars in one of their really proud moments a couple weeks ago is that their main flagship product is now profitable. Uh, thankfully for them, everybody's staying at home. So now they're actually increasing their margin because they have the app and, you know, all this other, other bits, but it's mind blowing because we've, we've created this world of extreme hype. Extreme hype. And I'm not talking about WeWork hype where you look at it and you're like, this makes no sense to anyone. How could this possibly make sense in some kind of bizarre uh, you know, Silicon Valley, New York City investment, you know, churn freak way. It makes sense as an investment, but as a company, you look at it and you're like, this place is way too nice for the amount of money that it is. Why is this half the price of the crappy office down the street? And this is incredible. Or like, how can they afford the rent? This is like in down, you know, in downtown New York and in downtown Boston and in you know downtown DC. Like, how can they afford the rent of this building? This place is unbelievable, right? It, it is unbelievable because the company just folds, right? I tell uh, my clients, my coaching clients, this people that we develop products for is 
Yeah, at first, focusing on that revenue is important because we can optimize and create margin with economies of scale. And that's what some of these companies pretend to have the pathway to do. That's what Peloton is doing, which is amazing, uh, that a company at that size is going to pull this off. Uh, We can create more margin by optimizing supply chain, optimizing, you know, uh, the manufacturing costs, optimizing uh, our overhead costs relative to the amount of revenue that we're generating. So we can keep like, you know, all of our costs for doing ordering and fulfillment relatively the same or uh, as revenue grows. So revenue is important to grow that top line revenue, but at the end of the day, it's hype. It's total hype because profit is what matters. And if you've started a business, your personal take home, your personal movement towards your goals, your mission, right? If you want to feed 10,000 people because out of the profit that your business has made, if it doesn't make any profit, you're not achieving that mission. If you want to make a million dollars a year, you want to make $10 million a year. If you have a billion dollars of revenue and you make $0, the revenue is just hype. It might impress like Business Insider or Forbes Magazine or somebody like that for a little while, but the same people that write the article about how incredible you are, like an entrepreneur, innovator, visionary of the year, they're going to be the same people that are writing the article about you like sham, scam, fake guru, because you never actually came through, right? You believed your own hype. You didn't look at how to optimize while growing, which is super difficult to do. But uh, we can, as small agile businesses, we can plan to just create revenue at first. Like I, I don't, I don't get this whole this whole thing. Um, when we interviewed Dawn of the most, and we talked about the traction products that she's going to deploy, and we talk about traction products that our other clients are trying to deploy, right? Building capital by not just doing that one massive, massive thing and say, hey, here's the hype of all the revenue that this one product is going to bring, but saying we've created a business and a business makes money, and here's the pathway to keep making money, right? Here's a little, uh, here's an event that we can do. Here's an, a newsletter people can subscribe to. Here's an information product that we can sell. Here's a, here's a, you know, a white label or a, uh, you know, customized product that we can sell to create profit right now instead of just saying, hey, we're going to get investment and then we're going to make, you know, a million, $20 million in one shot which seems to be what Juicero and uh, some of the other like larger startups seem to do is they say, eventually I'll be profitable. If I get that F series or G series investment where we get that next bump of money, then we'll, we'll up to 10 million units. And at 10 million units, we'll have economies of scale and then we'll make money and they keep kicking it down the road. Whereas I think like, even with somebody like Juicero, I know this is like beating a dead, dead horse, but with somebody like Juicero, do people subscribe to just getting juice delivered to them? And that was their original business model. People subscribe to newsletters that cost 7 10 20 bucks a month that just are recipes on making juice. I'm like, 
why aren't they making money a bunch of different ways, which naturally leads to doing the big thing, is because they want the hype. They want the they want they want everything without the work to get there, right? And it's tempting for uh, emerging entrepreneurs, people just starting to say, "Hey, I'm going to do this big thing. I'm going to make twenty million a year, and I'm going to release this massive product, and everybody's going to love me, and everybody's going to buy it." But first, I need investment to make a prototype, investment to hire an engineering team, investment to do marketing, or I need partners to do these things. Um, it's really tempting to throw up those obstacles and then fall victim to the hype of those big numbers, those untouchable, like, you know, you need to realize that 95% of all businesses in America don't make a million dollars, right? And for the majority of people that even that have smaller businesses, like $300,000, it's a lifestyle business for them. And the reason it's called that isn't to slander them. It's because it, it helps them have a lifestyle. They, on that $300,000 business, they might actually take home $200,000. might have no employees that they have to manage. They might have no or very low inventory. And they might live an amazing life. Whereas if they grow that business to $10 million a year business, because that's the smart thing to do, they would have 40 employees that they have to manage all the time, managing their personal problems, their pay, you know, injuries, like insurance, they'd have to have a physical location then and they have to buy that or rent it or worry about all of the problems that are associated with that. They would have to have more inventory to make sure that they don't have shortages. You know, they've increased the complexity of the business and then their original goal of having personal wealth, personal freedom, uh, being successful would be taken away and maybe they would make $100,000 instead of $200,000, but they'd have a $10 million company that they have to run. And it, it's just hype, right? It doesn't necessarily fit your goals. And what's, here's what's even crazier about shooting for that hype revenue, shooting for that big number. When you value a business, there's a lot of different ways of valuing it, but generally businesses are valued at the profit that they make, not the revenue that they bring in, right? Because if I buy a business, I want it to be able to pay itself back. So maybe you have more customers, you have a bigger customer list, and that makes the business more valuable. Uh, maybe I could look at it and I know it's more valuable to me as an investor because I can create more margin, most likely. If I'm a more skilled operator, I could come in and create the margin. But in general, the, the formula really only has to do with your earnings, the actual money that the business makes, not the revenue. So there is no there is no real point except for setting up an obstacle in your mind, I have to build this thing this big because these other companies do it. We can't see inside those companies. We can't see inside those people's minds to see if they're actually successful, right? If the business, the business books are successful, if that person's successful in their own mind, are they happy, right? It's why we, we pick our goals before we pick our business plan, right? What are our personal goals and let those 
pull us through the business as a vehicle to achieve those goals, right? Because otherwise it's really easy to fall victim to that hype game, right? It's really, it's like the business equivalent of seeing your neighbor buy a brand new car and then say, oh, I got to buy a brand new car too, but I'm kind of maxed out. But maybe I can take out a home loan and do something dumb like, you know, buy a Ferrari with money that I don't own. Or maybe I could lease that car instead of putting 50% down. It's the business equivalent of that. It's like we're cutting ourselves short uh, to achieve something that doesn't really uh, mean what we think that it means. It it shows success, but it isn't actually a success. We don't actually uh, deserve or we don't deserve it. We don't deserve the benefits from it, right? So I, I know that this is... Uh, this is hard for people, right? This is hard. You want to show people that you're doing something that's, you know, impressive, right? People, they want to buy a building and they want to have employees because they want to go show it off. They want to show off their parents. They want to show off their friends. Like, look at this business that I have. Look how successful it is. But at the end of the day, it's like, but why? Like, do those people really care? No. Does that make you feel good? Maybe it does for a minute. But in the long run, how will those people feel uh, if you fail? Like, did you really need that thing? Did you need that Ferrari, which is like the building, right? Did you need that? Did you need it? Or was it just because uh, it was another form of insecurity, right? You, you felt like that's what successful people do. Successful people have a Rolex. Successful people have a personal assistant, Successful people have a cool lobby. You know, successful people are successful, right? And they come in all kinds of flavors. But it's really easy to fall victim to, and even older generation people, even people that are boomers, it's easy to fall victim to whatever their equivalent, the country club, not the Instagram, right? Whatever that their equivalent of pretending to be successful and not actually being successful, I come from a manufacturing background, which is probably the most silent of all the industries. It's just a, um, I was talking about this today. It's just, it's an industry where you just actually do work, right? There's not a whole lot of promotion that goes on in manufacturing. You're just, you're an infrastructure company. You partner with people that have cool products. You make, you make those things. It's not like you run uh, Facebook ads on manufacturing, not in general. So there's, there's companies that are traded on the stock market like Benchmark or J-Bill that most people haven't ever even heard of, and they're multi-billion dollar manufacturing companies. Um, they're quite profitable, but they're the least hype things in the world, right? They're, you, you, can look at the, uh, the, you can look at the Forbes list, and you can look at how many people uh, you've never heard of, and then understand that for everybody that's listed on the Forbes list, there's one or two people that don't even care about submitting their their papers, right? It's just not important for them, or they don't want to be in on on the you know the Forbes or the Fortune list or whatever listing the richest people on earth. They don't care. They know that they're the richest. <laughs> they know that they're successful, right? Uh, they don't need the hype. They're not publicly facing people. So the whole point of this, uh, 
podcast is to talk about hype versus reality, right? That's the whole end hype concept because after working with startups for four or five years and working in product development for 13, 14 years, I can tell you that that there's initial excitement on how big somebody's going to grow a business and they realize the complexities of it, not really around the products, around running the business itself. And it's not always what they think that it's going to be, right? Um, creating a bigger company doesn't exactly mean that they're happier or more successful or even make more money. It's kind of wild. But in the startup world, I just see a lot of fluffed up valuations again, just like we saw crash down 10 years ago and then 10 years before that because we get uh, we get used to success, right? And you start seeing insane things happen. And uh, I try to be more sane or just say be a dumber person about it. If I look at it and it doesn't make sense, I uh, I think that it's it's hype, right? If I do the research and I can't connect the dots on uh, why a company is so valuable, uh, if their if their uh, you know public letters don't don't seem to make sense, oftentimes those companies go out of business. I don't know. I I just see that people get really excited about the story and about what other people think about it. And then they care less and less about the reality of their business. And that top of the market, like that story, right? They're like, they're like the famous rappers of entrepreneurship, right? Everybody looks at them and says, that's what's cool. I want to be like these people. And that kind of filters down to all you who are listening that have a, an amazing idea and want to change your life or change the world, and you think, I have to be like this company. I have to be like this Elizabeth Holmes person. She's got that dead stare, and she's doing big things, so I've got to be like her. But then their companies crumble because it's all nonsense, and people just move on to the next demagogue to worship and say, you know, I got to talk like this, I got to, you know, dress like this. I got to know these buzzwords. And it's just not true. It's, it's just hype. Like their revenue is hype. Their fancy offices are hype. You have the ability to create something that's real, something that is connected with your goals, something that helps you actually bring money home. And we can use a rational process of creating uh, progressively better and better products, maybe bigger and bigger products, to grow a business and keep it as passive and manageable as possible. That's not hype. That's real. That's real money for you. That's real happiness or peace, something. But when you think about attaching that idea, think about what it's going to do for you. When you think about attacking that idea. Think about what it's going to do for you, not what it's going to make you seem like. All right. So this is just a little piece of motivation, trying to ground us to reality here. Uh, get some of that end hype spirit going. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, comment down below. And we want to do something 
each week. So if you've listened this long, 20 minutes in, kudos. Thank you so much. But here's what's what would really be helpful to me. So I, if you're on iTunes, throw us a review, five stars preferably. But, hey, a review is a review. I'll take it. If you're on if you're on YouTube, share this on your Facebook page or your LinkedIn or something, okay? Comment down below. I'd really appreciate it. But sharing is caring. We're trying to get the message out here. I'm trying to give people a little bit of motivation, a little bit of common sense, but the real knowledge that people need to make a business, make physical products, right? Because there's not that many people out there saying this is how you can do it. There's a lot of people talking about maybe the more of the mindset. That's great. I think we all need a little bit of motivation, not inspiration. Uh, but there's not that many people talking about physical products, making really cool stuff and making a really great business out of it. So if you could share, like, subscribe, invite a friend, okay? If you listen to this, and you're one of my like nine people, 15 people, 20 people uh, that listen each week, invite a friend. Be like, this guy is not full of garbage. And uh, if your friend has a question, DM me. I'll answer that question either in our short social clips that we post on the different channels or I'll make a, a podcast about it. If there's somebody that you'd like me to interview locally, nationally let's get them on the podcast let's talk to them uh link them up in the description uh, link them up in the comments message me who it is we'll try to get in contact with them and we'll have them on the show we're going to be free from quarantine soon so we've got a lot of people lined up for interviews we're super excited to you know do the podcast elsewhere and you know um interact with with our friends again so uh if you have somebody, hit me up. Let's do it. Really excited, but please uh, invite a friend. It would really help us out, and it will help them out. All right, this is End Hype. I'm Callie Keen. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the End Hype Podcast. Follow Callie on social at Callie Keen to stay up to date with a bunch of free content and information. Change your life and change the world. End Hype.